Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Royal Queen Show, the topic news radio show podcast with your host, Apostle Rosalind Solomon. This show is every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So tell your friends and come go on a journey with the Royal Queen Show. Welcome to the Royal Queen Topic News Show with your host, Apostle Rosalind Solomon. And today is July 1st, and I don't know how July got here so fast. I just winked my eye, boom, it's here. <laughs> so we praise God that we all who are listening, either through the radio, I mean through the phone or uh, Internet or in archives, that we made it today and praise God that uh, our families are still with us to see another July in 2022. And we praise God for that. And I thank everybody who's listening and who will listen in Yeshua Jesus' name. Um, I have have no guests tonight, so we're going to be teaching, but I'm going to have guests uh, next week and the week after and hopefully hopefully some more after that because I really enjoy having the guests. I mean, I like teaching too, but I like having the guests as well. All right, so we're going to start off with the uh, Queen Topic News. And here is the doozy, the su- Supreme Court decision that um, is turning the coming GOP red wave into a tsunami as over one million people rush to join the Republican Party. What? One million Democrats are turning over to Republicans because the Democrats are pushing the road, you know, trying to overturn it. Maxine Waters with her million followers, you know, rioting. You know, they're trying to turn it over. Um, the president is trying to find a way where he can make a law and make abortions to be able to be a law for women to get abortions. So I don't know how he's going to do that because once the Supreme Court says something, it's a done deal. So I really don't know how he's going to do that, but um, he's planning on doing that. Also, yesterday, Biden missed his uh, deadline to, ser- to sign these five contracts that he was supposed to sign for us to have leasing to receive oil and diesel, you know, gas. He didn't do it. <laughs> so because he missed it, we have no contracts for leasing for oil or gas this year. And they say he did it on purpose because he's trying to push this green thing with electricity cars, but the Supreme Court overturned that too as well, right? So America doesn't have any leasing agreements for oil, and this is the first time in 65 years. And they say he did it on on purpose, which probably so. Uh, I don't know what kind of president he is. I could just tell you he's he's just different. <laughs> and then he vows to send another $800 million to Ukraine, and they keep asking him, why is he sending taxpayers' money to this country when we need the money ourselves and we're suffering? And he says that he doesn't want Russia to win because Russia would say that they beat America. How can Russia say they beat America? They beat Ukraine. That's who they beat, you know, but that's Biden's excuse. Pride! So you 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 rather, you know... Keep fighting a useless war because they keep saying Ukraine is just going down, down, down. He just bombed the uh, a mall 
a couple of days ago and 20 people died, right? This man is not playing. And I saw him in a vision, and the video is on my YouTube, where he told me he wasn't going to stop until he got what he wanted. And he, and he said he was sorry that innocent people was dying, and he said that's because the other nations are helping Ukraine. And if they stop helping Ukraine and let them have Ukraine, all this will stop. And he vowed to me in the dream he would not stop until he gets what he wants. He said he would pulverize the place, blubberate it, and that's exactly what he's doing. So the dream is coming to pass. And it's not going to stop until he gets what he wants. Then I saw something else, and I said it on YouTube, where God told me in the vision they're both going to declare victory, but neither will have victory, and that Ukraine will be the one that's left more useless, you know. And then I had another vision where I saw Russia rebounding. Like, it's like everything America and other nations tried to do to him and the nation, it didn't work. But God said he was going to shame Putin. He was going to shame him and take him down. So when I heard that in the vision, I already knew no matter what America does, no matter what the U.K. does, Finland, whoever, they're not going to take Putin down. It's going to be God Almighty himself, right? And even the U.K. said in the news today that eventually if this war does not stop, they're going to have to stop backing Ukraine and leave them on their own. But Biden still vows to continue to help them. So I'm not sure if he sent that $40 billion because there was a lot of friction about that, but I know he sent $800 million twice, and now he's about to send $800 million again. And everybody's complaining, like, you got people here hungry, da 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 da, da right? And that's our tax money. And you keep raising our tax money when it tax stocks, cryptos, everything, you know, but you sending it to another country that has not done nothing for us, anything we ever got from them, which you claim is wheat, and, and we really don't get that much wheat from them because they're nimble, they were the they were the fifth country that we got wheat from. There's four other countries before them that we get wheat from, right? So this country has never Ukraine has not done anything for America, right? And and it's not even a NATO country. It's not even a NATO country. So you got to understand the biblical spiritual thing behind them protecting this country. Like I told um, them on YouTube, Ukraine is where the Kazakhian tribes come from, which is who is over in Israel, the Polans, Czechoslovakia, all these people, Greeks, that's over there in Israel. That's not the true Israelites. They come from the Ukraine, and they got, and they had plans on coming back to the new Ukraine. And Vladimir Putin knew if this happened, he would be in trouble. So that's why he's pulverizing the place, and this is why he's trying to take it, to prevent them from coming. Because if they come, he's hit. Because they already have America backing them. So this is why Biden keeps pouring money over there. It's not because he doesn't want Putin to say he beat America. It's because there is the Jewish people over there in Israel and America are, are, are best friends. They have secrets. They blackmail each other, <laughs> all right? So Putin is just basically doing this so that his buddies over there in Israel could try and get that portion of the, that country back and, and rebuild it, you know. But I didn't. I don't think they thought that they would have such a fight with Putin. So that's the biblical implication. It has nothing to do with Putin winning. It's they want the land back because that's where they originally come from, right? So that's the... 
thing with that. And uh, as far as the abortion thing, I mean, it's crazy. People get, you know, different states is raising money. So if a person want to have an abortion and they can't have it in that state, then go to another state. I mean, I mean it's ridiculous, you know. Um, they saying they could get the abortion pill, you know, from Canada pharmacies. You know, there's ways around getting abortion. Um, there's also something out about transgenders going in to get re-transgender surgery. The ones who transgressed over to a woman now want to go back to a man. And the ones who were women want to go back to uh, men because they're in fear of the Supreme Court turning a lot of those laws over. I mean, this is it's, it's crazy. It's it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy. And um, so you have all these people out here, you know, riding, boycotting, getting locked up, you know, all because they can't delete what's in their womb. I never thought that I would see such a thing in my <laughs> entire existence in um, this lifetime. Uh, but they're they're saying 42 million abortions was, was performed alone in 2018. Hmm. That's more deaths than cancer and AIDS and, and traffic accidents. So 42 million abortions, right? And, like, they keep saying how it's the black women, but it's not. If you look and see who's out there rioting, it's not very many of us. It's others. You know, so that lie done been revealed. <laughs> I mean, it's not just black women getting abortions. It's, it's white women. It's Asian women. It's a lot of different women, but they want to make it look like us, like it's us because, you know, they always want to put us on front street just like they said COVID was killing more of us, and that was a lie too, you know. So they, like, always want to put the black people, brown people on front street, make us look like the worst things that ever was created by God. And there's a reason for that, and we all know that, and that's for another time. <laughs> right. Now, the Democratic senators pressed Biden to use full force for federal government to protect abortion. Mm. Ain't that something? So now abortion is legal in seven states. Legal. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, legal where they can't have it. Um, and then I had had a vision of plan, a lot of Planned Parenthood going out of business. And I believe this is this is what's going to happen because they're already Planned Parenthood in different states are already going to their courts to sue against these abortion laws because that's how they make their living. I mean, they they were they were killing a baby factory killer, you know. So if if you can't have abortions in these different states, Planned Parenthood is not going to make any money, right? So I saw a lot of them going out of business. So I think it's going to come from this uh, Roe versus Wade being uh, turned over. That's what I really, really think. Um, and they say nearly two-thirds of America now is living paycheck to paycheck as inflations grow. Uh, many women who are single and who are married that have children are having a hard time feeding their um, their children. You know, so everybody is really suffering. All right, so let me go to the, the next one I wanted to share with y'all. And Maxine, they call they call her Mad Max, but Maxine Warner, she and they, and they call her Crazy Auntie. Um, she is calling for her millions of followers. I think she has a million followers. They said to defy the Supreme Court and riot in the streets until they get their way. Now, she is supposed to be. I don't know what she is, but I know she's in the government. 
Is that the way to act? Are you supposed to tell people to defy the Supreme Court that you helped build by, you know, voting these judges in to ride in the streets until they get what they want? So basically she's telling them if you got to riot, tear up the streets, kill, you know, beat, whatever, do it to get your way. That's not – she shouldn't even be in, in the White House. That's That's how I feel. She shouldn't even be there. That's crazy. Who put her there? <laughs> Who put her there? Then they threatening to kill the judge. Whoopi Goldberg on her show talk, telling Clarence Thomas he better watch out for they coming for him. She shouldn't even be on TV <laughs> saying some mess like that. That's like a threat to him. I'm surprised they didn't arrest her for saying that, you know. Uh then it says the United States Supreme Court issues major new ruling expanding Second Amendment gun rights as justice appointed by Trump now paying dividends. So they already shot down some law in New York. New York was trying to pass some type of gun law. Supreme Court shot that down. Then it was something else that Biden was trying to do. The Supreme Court shut that down. Right, um, And then these 16 nurses were suing from New York because they didn't want to have to take the shot, saying it was against their religion because the shot had aborted baby feces. And because they couldn't prove that, Clarence Thomas and the other Supreme Court shot it down. So either the nurses, they quit or they retired or they took the shot because they couldn't prove that it has aborted baby uh Bio, bio stuff in it So because of that they shot it down um, And Benjamin Yahoo Nahu is Preparing himself to come back To run Israel again because they Say the government is collapsing So we gonna see about that Because he should have been in jail a long time ago Himself because they, they don't call him On so much stuff it's ridiculous You know that's why he lost um, To this other person but now he, they say he's preparing to come back because Israel's government is about to collapse. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And uh, now they're saying, you know, a lot of people, um, They, I even heard in the news that a lot of people who got the, you know, you got to talk of codes, got the C. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right, the C-19 <laughs> juice. <laughs> it's starting to be proven that it's causing deaths with blood clogs and uh, other diseases that's coming out now. It's starting, there's, you know, I heard it on CNN and, and I read it, you know, so I'm like, wow. And uh, the bait, the shots that was coming out for the kids, um, a lot of those shots were halted for some reason, and a lot of the shots were destroyed for some reason. I don't know why. Um, they're also saying radical pro-abortion groups, James Revenge, planning to launch acts of domestic terrorism with full approval of democratic control. So these Democrats are edging these people to do terroristic things. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Terroristic things so you can delete your wound, so you can kill something like a child that's innocent. This is, what is this world coming to? No wonder judgment is so thick on, on this earth, especially here. And we're laughing stocks. We, the, the Lord said that. We're laughing stocks everywhere. I mean, every, everywhere has abortions. Israel is, is number two after America. But we're laughing stocks because you're out there protesting so you could kill children. 
in your belly. Then they're trying to make it look like being pregnant is dangerous now. And then they're calling it health reproductive services. Are you serious? Then they keep talking about, oh, you know, the poor people, the poor black girls. You know, they need this. Okay, if they're that poor, then they need not be having sex. I done said this about three, four. They need not have sex. If they're that poor, they need to be staying out of that trouble. Lock it down. Deadbolt it. If you that poor and you can't feed a child, then deadbolt down there and don't let nothing unlock it to get in there until you have money to support your child. Because you poor, right? You get pregnant out of wedlock. That is not giving an excuse to go and kill a child. Nobody told you to lay there and do what you did. It was your own choice, your own will to lay there and do what you do. You ain't stupid. You know when you lay there and do what you do, it's a probability <laughs> that something going to get in there, right? And then you're going to go and kill it. They even got this period app. app. I was reading it. I was shocked. It's called the period app. Period app. It's about four of them. They changing their laws so they can't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's where you could go and put when the day your period came, right? And um, this app can track, you know, when it's coming again, and it tells you when you're not fertile, so you can go and do the do, and don't worry about when you're pregnant. So now, listen, God did give us contraceptive ways to to be able to do the do when you married. And not get pregnant. And it, this is very true. You know, if if a woman finds out her obli, her obligation obli, time, right, if, let's say a period came March 5th, right, <laughs> you know, after after the time of the period ending, she should have her about a good 10, 12 days where she's free from getting pregnant, right? And then let's say after those 10 to 12 days, she starts to ovulate, so she, she she shouldn't be doing nothing because she could get pregnant during that time. But she has a 10 to 12-day window between the time her period left and the time it comes where she could do what she wanted to do and don't even, you know, catch nothing, right? But then after those 10 to 12 days, there's a probability, a high probability that she's going to catch something, you know, which is a baby, right? So they have these apps with these sinful women can go in and put their menstrual in there to track it, to know when they can have the you-know-what where they won't get pregnant and when they shouldn't have it. And so they're changing all their data so they won't get sued and get in trouble by the government. I'm like, I didn't even know they had such apps. What woman going to put her date of her period in her doggone phone in, in an app that you know that keeps data? And you know the government everybody else going to see it. What woman in her right mind would be using that kind of app? Why don't you take a piece of paper and write down when your thing came <laughs> and figure out your 10 to 12-day window and then figure out your ovulation time yourself? Why you got to put your lazy behind in the app? I don't understand. I really don't. It was shocking when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, what? They have this? Oh, my goodness. I, could, I, I just couldn't believe it. And I'm sure a lot of you scratching your head, too. Why? I know that. <laughs> I know that apostle. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of women don't even know that they have like a ten to twelve day window where they won't get pregnant. You just have to track your uh, your menstrual. You know, and, and that should be for married people. 
that shouldn't be for single people or engaged people because you shouldn't be doing the do anyway. That should be for married people who be like, baby, we done, we got five kids already. We don't need no more. So we only going to, you know, be that way <laughs> when I'm not obligating. And on the days I'm obligating, honey, you just got to be all right, <laughs> okay, because we ain't having no more kids right now, right? So, so that's the contraceptive that God gave us. He gave us 10 to 12, some women maybe 13, 14 days where they don't, you know, ovulate and they're not going to get pregnant. He gave us that. He gave us contraceptive already, right? And then you could also pray to God if you marry and you don't want any more kids. You could also pray. He made the wounds. So you could also pray and say, Father, I know you made the wounds, but I have enough children, I feel, <laughs> right? But if you want me to have more, then, then it's going to be your will. But if you agree with me that I have enough children, you know, then just close my wound up so, you know, nothing else can get in there, you know, because I got a lot of kids already, you know, and especially if you want to do his will, you know, it's going to be kind of hard to do God's will. You got a bunch of kids following you and pulling on your your skirt, you know, pulling on your heels, <laughs> you know, pulling on daddy's pants, you know, and you're trying to do ministry, right? I mean, so if you got, like, kids, three, four, five kids, you can always pray and ask God, but you give him the will. You'd be like, Father, if you want me to have any more children, then that's your will. But if you come into agreement with me that I have enough children, then just close my womb. You know, and then if you want him to open it back up, you just go back and pray. You have those options because he taught me that years ago, that women have those options because he, he opens wounds. He's used me to open up women's wounds that couldn't have babies. He's used me to open up women's wounds who had, one lady had five miscarriages, and it was her mama that came to me. And I prayed through the mama, and she's got two kids now. So that proves that God opens and closes the wound. Yeah, the devil can close the wound too, but he he uses demigods and curses to uh, close your wound and put a demon in to block uh, any sperm that comes in. That demon will suck up and eat up that sperm. It will never even reach your wound. Then there's miscarriage demons. Every time you get pregnant, it uh, sends the serpent in to suck it out. Um, and take the wound with it. So that's spontaneous abortion, but it's an abortion uh, not by force or will. You didn't force it or will it. You didn't go somewhere and get it done. It just came, you know, it came, right? So Satan can close the wound. He can also open it back up because he the one put the demon there. But God is the one who who created the wound. There are women out there who lost their wound, and God gave them a new wound so they can have babies. Satan can't do that. Once he takes your wound, he can't give it back. But God can. He can block your wound and unblock your wound, but God's the only one who could give it back and take it, right? So you just go to God and just say, God, you know, I got enough kids. If it's your will, you know, lock my wound. The husband don't got to go and have a, what do you call it, mastectomy? That's, that's a sin. A man should not be going somewhere taking his sperm bag out. If God wanted him to take his sperm bag out, he wouldn't have never gave it to him. If, like men have all that skin on their, you know, wee-wee, right? And they go and they take circumcised. And I asked God, I said, God, why would you put all that skin there for them to go and take it off? He said, they're not meant to take it off. He said, the skin is for protection. But they teach them that the skin, if you leave the skin there, they'll get infected. No, the skin is for protection. Anything that God gives us, he does not want you to take it off. 
And there's a lot of scriptures in the Bible that are not right telling you to go and get that skin taken off, men, when you're not supposed to do that. Moses was never circumcised. The Lord told me that. Satan has put a lot of stuff in that Bible. Although that Bible is volatile, it is the word of God, it is pure and fresh, and it's a double-edged sword. It also has a lot of mistruth in it because I believe it's in Zechariah. I can't remember which one, but the Lord said, whoever takes from this Bible, I will take from you. Whoever adds to this Bible, I will add to you. So he was telling us that they're going to take from the Bible, and then they're going to add their own stuff to the Bible. And circumcision is one of them because God said to me, Rosalind, why would I give them the skin? And then have them to be born. And eight days later, take it off. I would bear them without it. And I said, yeah, they can't even think for themselves. That's a devil. That's a devil. Just like all the uh, divorce laws. They only got one divorce law in the Bible. Do you know there's multitude of divorce laws? I said some of them on YouTube the other day. All you got to do is search stuff out for yourself and pray and ask God. There was a lot of Mozak divorce laws. But the enemy don't want you to know that. The enemy wants you to think the only way you could get divorced is if one if one cheats. Nah, if your husband trying to kill you, he beating the crap out of you, or your wife beating the crap out of you, and your life is in danger, God wants you out of that. He wants you out of that. Do you think God wants you to stay married to an abuser that's going to beat the crap out of you, and he don't want to change, and you keep praying and praying and praying, and he keeps beating and beating and beating, beating the kids? You know how many women have died from domestic violence? How many children have died from domestic violence? Really? You think God wants you to be with a monster? No. Now, can he change that monster? Sure. But if that monster does not want to be changed, do you think God wants you to stay there and have your life risk? When he needs to use you, he needs to use anybody on this planet he can get. And you go to your pastors and they tell you, well, just keep praying. Don't, 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 don't argue with him. Don't get mad at him. Don't leave this day. And they wind up dead. Because the devil and the monster and the man don't want to leave. And the man don't want him to leave. I ain't going to tell no woman to stay with her husband if he beating the crap out of her. You know what I'm going to tell her? I'm going to tell her, do what you think is best for you. Go and pray and do what God tell you to do. If you feel your life is in danger, then get out of there. And then give it to God and see what he do. But get your behind out of there. Because too many women have died from being beaten uh, by an abusive man, and too many children are dead in the ground and reincarnated because of a deadbeat father wanting to kill him. Look at that young man that killed that 20-year-old girl because she left him, and he had a rap sheet as long as his arm. He shouldn't even have been out of prison, and he was going to take the baby too. But if it wasn't for the daycare worker, she talked about not killing the baby. Why would you want to kill your own seed? That is a monster. That is a monster. And I'm tired of these pastors telling these women, oh, go and stay with them and give it to the Lord. And then they wind up dead. No, you leave and give it to the Lord. You go somewhere safe and give it to the Lord. So while you give it to the Lord, you are alive in the process. You and your children. That's what I'm going to tell the woman. Leave. Go somewhere safe for you and your child and give it to God. Don't stay there continuously beaten, who wind up in, in, in dead. You can't even serve God because you're too afraid of the man you're sleeping next to. You can't even serve God. You can't even read the word. 
You're walking around on tippy toes. You can't even be your own self. You can't even speak. You're isolated. You can't even have no friends. You're cut off from your family for what? A monster? I don't think so. And I don't care who don't like what I'm saying. Because a person's life is more important. If you're in danger in your marriage and relationship, you need to leave. And then give it to God. And that's exactly what he wants you to do. Do you think God wants you to stay there and keep getting beaten while he working it out? No. Leave and let him work it out. Leave you safe and your children and you can have some type of freedom. No woman should be with a man when she can't speak. She can't talk. She can't be around friends. She can't socialize. She can't be with her family. She got to walk on eggshells. If she says something wrong, he's going to pop the crap out of her. No woman deserves that. Who died and left the man God? He playing God in her life. Who died and left him her God? Last time I checked, her God is in heaven. Now, they're starting to call Vladimir Putin a lunatic. <laughs> and R. Kelly has gotten, I think, 30 to 39 years in prison. They really, man, they really threw him away. You know how the powers that should not be do. He must have really made somebody mad. He must have made his, his father the devil mad because they done thrown him away. For 30 to 39 years, what is he, in his 40s now? Hmm. 30 to 39 years, that's a long time to be in prison. And this ISIS guy uh, who did some type of terrorist act over here in America, no, in Paris, back in 2015, um, instead of them taking his life, they gave him 105 years. Putin says um, that if Sweden, well, Sweden and Finland is joining NATO, right? And Putin, and, they, and they're going to do something else after that. And Putin was like, if they if if they do that, he was going to do something. And then they say America, UK is threatening war, or something like that. And he was like, if we if if we start war with him first, he go, what he going to do first is take out all the satellites in the UK. He said, I'm going to bust out all the satellites, and I'm going to send these missiles. That go four to five thousand um, far away, right? Feet, miles, whatever. And, and I'm just gonna bomb the UK, and they're gonna be sitting ducks. That's exactly what he said. I was like, this man, he has he has no fear, no fear. That's why God said he was the one's gonna take him down. So uh, Finland and, and uh, Sweden are joining NATO, and they're trying to get some of those other nations around there in that area where they are to uh, also join join there. Uh, let's see. I think that was it for, for this news here. Okay, let's see. Go to the next news. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay, now it's working again. <laughs> Um, this terrorist that they gave, no, they gave him 130 years. He is the longest surviving terrorist, right? Um, now, they say Turkey lifts its objection to Sweden and Finland joining NATO because Turkey didn't like it at, at first, and I don't understand why Turkey had, would have anything to do with it, but um, they obviously changed their mind, right? And then that 12-year-old boy that's on life support and they want to take him off in the U.K., the family is appealing that, 
to keep him on life support because they're praying and they're believing that God will bring him out. And I and I pray and agree with them too that God will do that. Um, also, God it says what it says God what have I done? Man suing healthcare provider over trans surgery says avalanche of detransitioners are coming. So many men. Well, women now are going to want to come back to being a man, and many women are going to want to come back to being women because they are afraid of something that the Supreme Court could overturn. They even talked about overturning racial, uh, biracial marriages, and I'm like, they're not going to do that because Clarence Thomas is married to a white woman. <laughs> that means he would have to divorce his wife, you know, so I don't think they're going to do that, you know. And then I'm like saying to myself, wow, they have a lot of power, you know, and I have the Constitution. The words are so doggone little, you can't even read it. I, I got to get me one of those little magnifying glasses so I can read it. I mean, it has all the constitutional laws in it. And um, so, like God told me, we really don't have rights. We just have French benefits, like, because um, just like they overturned Roe versus Wade and left it to the states. Now, listen, everybody keeps saying, oh, this is from God. And I already told y'all that on YouTube that and Facebook that God said, this is not from him, and I'm going to prove it to you. Because the Lord said to me, he said, Rosalind, if this was truly from me, you know I'm not half-stepping. You know I don't bring confusion. How much confusion is this? I said, a lot. He said, how much is out of order? I said, a lot. And he said, if I was the one to do this, the states would not have a choice. It would have been banned, period. The Supreme Court, they have enough power to ban abortions, period, where the states can't even go in and do anything about it. So if it was from God... It wouldn't be this state not doing it and that state doing it and this state doing it up to 16 weeks and this state doing it up to six months and this state doing it up to six weeks and this state doing it up to Harvey. That's confusion and chaos, and that is not God. If it was God, it would be banned completely. And he told me to say this. It would be banned completely. Nowhere on this green earth of America would be able to have abortions. The Supreme Court left it up to the states. Now, does that sound like God? Is God a God of confusion? Is God a God of disorder? Would God make a decision that would cause all these riots and harms, and they want to have terrorists and threats? They're calling the Supreme Court justice a nigger. They want to kill, you know, Christians and burn up our churches. So do you think God would give a decision for that to happen? No. No, you wouldn't be able to have abortions nowhere. That's exactly what he told me. He said this is all a setup. All is set up. Although he's happy in some places, it won't happen, but it is all a setup. And people need to realize, this decision did not come from God. This is a setup. This is Lucifer, Yadathoth, behind this. And you shall surely see that soon. Now, um, there's a study that proves that the Bible has transformative power. And the Bible does. Although the Bible has things in it that the devil put in there and a lot of stuff he took out of there, God's spirit is still in the Bible. His spirit is still in the Bible. It's still in the Bible. And if you read the book, I believe it's the, is it the book of Jubilee. No, it's the book of Genesis, I think, or is it Jubilee, in the Shepter Bible. It tells you how the giants taught the women how to have abortions. What they did was, this is crazy to believe, but actual snakes went up in the vajayjays of the women, bit the womb, and spontaneously sucked the fetus out. 
when a woman has a miscarriage, that's exactly what happens to her. A witch could put a, a curse on her, or it could be the um, uh, curse of miscarriage in the bloodline, or the curse of death, death of, of firstborns, or the curse of death of any child that enters the womb. And so what happens is spiritually, a serpent comes into the womb spiritually and bites the womb and sucks the, the fetus out. And I saw it on um, the YouTube thing. Oh, I think it was YouTube, one of the places that was showing about how they do abortions. And the thing looked, I was shocked. The thing looked like a snake. The way it was coral, like the suction thing they had, it looked like a snake. And then then they got the snakes going around the spine when you go to the doctor's office, and I know what that means, and I'm going to be teaching that in the future, right? So um, the giants taught the women how to do this, how to abort the fetus. Why would the giants teach the women in those days, how to abort their fetuses. Because devil, the devil himself, Yalathor, was starting something right then and there. He knows we reincarnated beings. He knows everyone that's being sucked out of the womb is coming back. A lot of times, these children, and a lot of people don't like to hear this, but it's the truth. When you abort your child, and, you, and your child is, if your child is miscarried, that's not your fault. That, that spirit will automatically go to God. But if you're aborting your child... Your child's spirit and soul is going into the water. It's going to the marine kingdom. Whenever you abort a child, you are born to the marine kingdom. You, you're, you're sacrificing your child, which is the blood of your child, and it's going to the marine kingdom. And they use them children like when people can't have babies, like in foreign lands and even here. They do it a lot in Africa. They go to the juju doctor, pay them money to find out why they can't have a baby. So then the juju doctor you know, secretly goes and talk to the demigod that's over the womb, you know, and the demigod say, tell him to give, give 50,000 naira, $50,000 or some goats or whatever, right? And so then the juju man come back and tell him what he need, and then he adds on, like, maybe another 20000 for himself, right? And if the couple got it, they go and get it. They bring it back, right? So the juju man goes and appease the demigod, right? And then the demigod tells the demon that's blocking the womb, that's eating up the sperm, to leave, so then they get pregnant from a child from the water. The child causes the child is sick, causes them so much money. The child bankrupts them, or the child winds up killing them, or the child is a, just a child that's a sorrowful child that gives them nothing but sorrow, or the child becomes a witch, wizard, whatever. The ch- they're they're going to have nothing with problems but the children. This is why a lot of people who have children have a lot of problems because they didn't get the kids the right way. They didn't get the kids the right way. But if the child happens to wind up in a church or happens to come across a true man or woman of God, that God will use that true man or woman of God to save that child. And then that child will, will be delivered and be able to live for God. And when that child leaves this earth, go, go back to God, you know. So, all, so these, these 42 million babies in 2018, only God knows in 2019, 2020, and, and this year how many went, they all going to the marine kingdom. And Satan is using them. And, and they don't even have to wait to be born in the womb. They can just be sent here. Like mermaids come on here for seven years. If they take turns. They come and stay. It's in my Marine Kingdom books that I write. They come here and they stay for seven years. When their time is up, they go back to the ward and another one comes. So the reason why, you know, they got these women wearing all this makeup, because when you wear the makeup, they take your lashes because you're wearing the dragon lashes, the serpent lashes. They take your eyes because you're wearing, uh, you know, mascara and eyeshadow. They take your lips because you got lipstick. They take your cheeks because you're wearing the cheek stuff. You know, um, 
They take, you know, your different facial parts because they need it to function on the earth. And then they also have access to your bodies, to your legs, your arms. Some people, if they saw themselves in the spiritual room, they would die from seeing hideousy because they take your body parts, you know, to get on to get on this earth. They also take your hair. You know, I don't care if you got a lot of hair under under your weave, under your wig, your lace wigs, and uh, your plaited braids and all of that stuff. You ain't got no hair in the spirit room because they're using it. <laughs> They're using it, right? And and a lot of women refuse to believe this. And also when you wear makeup, you don't look like yourself. You look like a totally different person. That's the spirit of vanity that takes you over. You don't even look like yourself. And you think you look better. No, actually you look worse because in God's eye you look like a hoe. Read Proverbs. You look like a whore in God's eyes, right? When you don't have that stuff on your face and you're natural, you're beautiful to God. Read Isaiah 3 about what God does to a woman who wears all that stuff. You ever heard women say, I'm about to slay myself? Like they're talking about putting on their makeup. I'm about to slay myself. I'm about to put my makeup in my hair. Do you know what slay means? Slay is a witchcraft word. Slay means to enhance, to overtake, to persuade, to allure, to cause, to lust. Look it up. It just doesn't mean, it also means to kill. And and a lot of women are about to slay about to slay my face. I'm about to slay my my hair. The the gay men they act like women. They always talk about to slay myself. People don't even know what they're saying. They, some of them don't even know what they're saying. Don't don't get me started. Let me just stay focused. All right. So yeah, the Bible does have a lot of transformative power, right? Uh, let's see what else I want to say today. They want to reset the world. End Times author breaks down the Great Reset and the Antichrist and future one world government. So they are trying to reset the world. They're having a hard time doing it. You know, a lot of stuff that, because the Lord said, and all of y'all know this who've been following me in 2019, I told you about all these viruses and all this crazy stuff that was coming. And God said it was going to seem like the book of Revelations was coming to pass because that's what the enemy was doing. But in the end, it, it, it would seem like he's getting away with it, but in the end, God would stop him. And God is stopping him because there's a lot of stuff they have been trying to do behind the scenes. And they cannot do it because of prayer. They cannot do it because of prayer. And, there, and it also says in the book of Daniels and in Revelations that not everybody is going to be for the Antichrist. It says there are kings and kingdoms that will fight against him. What do you think that's going on now? We don't got to wait until he rises for that to happen. It's happening now. You got people in the government. You got people in the Supreme Court. You got people everywhere that want nothing to do with the Antichrist, right? So a lot of things that they were planning, it's, it's, not, it's not going the way they want it to go. <laughs> and it's not going to because God said in the end he would stop him. He would stop him, Right? And I already told you about it was eighteen people Putin killed at at the war, and 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 I'm more, and I know why he's hitting these places, because he said it in the dream, in the vision. He said he was sorrowful, and he didn't want to kill the innocent people, but that he had to. He said they were casualties of war. So he's hitting these places because he wants Ukraine to give up. But that president over there, his pride is so thick. 
He if he if he was a good president, you know, he would just try and work something out with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> because it's not him that's getting killed, it's his people. He riches I don't know what. You know, they sending billions of crypto our country sending the money, this he I mean he's rich, right? And and they're and they're protecting him. He's running all around Ukraine but yet ain't no bomb hit his butt yet. <laughs> Ah! You know, you got government officials going over there, ain't no bomb hit them. Come on now. Come on. They all in this together. You know, whether Putin don't want them to get his country or not, you know, if the Jews come back, they still, you know, on the slide in jacuzzis together drinking wine, talking about it. Come on. They all related. <laughs> they all related. You know, and they think they fool, well, they all fooling a lot of people, the ones that's not asleep. Um, the ones who's not asleep, they're not fooling us, but the ones who are asleep, they are fooling us. Um, also, China was about to go for Taiwan, but something happened, and they backed off. I believe it has a lot to do with their economy because their economy is tanking right now. So I think that's why they held off because they were about to go and try and hit Taiwan, you know, um, and people was praying. And I read something where the economy is tanking. So that might be why they didn't do it yet. They got to get their country um, under control. So that might be why they're not um, doing it yet. Also in Iran, a lot of people are getting disgusted with the Ayatollah, their rulers. Many are finding a new way in Christ. So many of the Muslims over in Iran are finding a way to Yeshua Jesus. Let's praise God for that. And let's pray that that happens in many other places where Yeshua is not accepted, that he be accepted and invited in. Because you know what? He's a gentle man. He will sit at that door and he will wait and wait and wait for you to open that door. And when you open that door, he's going to be right there with his pretty self smiling at you, saying, I've been waiting a long time for this invite. And he's going to walk right on in. <laughs> and when he walks in, he's going to take over. <laughs> once, you, once you get in there, it's going to be hard to get him out of there. He's going to take over. That's what I like about Yeshua. He takes over. <laughs> See, the devil, he, he, he sneaks his way in. He don't knock. He bulldozes or sneaks his way in, right? And see, you can evict him. You can fight him out because why? You got Christ, Yeshua, you got the Ruach, Holy Spirit, you got Father Yahweh, God. So, I mean, all three of them fighting with you, it's a done deal. He got to go. But when Yeshua get up in there, it's hard to get him out of there because he's a gentleman. He, like, you try to put him out, he'll be like, you sure you want to do this? You know what I'm saying? Look at all we did together. You know, look look at this. You know, do, you, you want to get us up? And then they be like, you know what, Yeshua, you right. I don't want to get us up. I want to keep you in this. Come on. <laughs> you know? So once he get in there, it's very hard to get him out of there. Um, now, Trump, ex-President Trump warns about what's to come next after Russia invasion hits Biden isn't ready for it. So he thinks that um, there's going to be a bigger invasion with Vladimir Putin into the Ukraine. He thinks that uh, Putin's going to be coming up with some other stuff. Um, and I remember, I know, every time Trump says something about Putin, it always happens. You know, maybe they... You know, buddies, <laughs> and he like, yo, you know, I'm about to do this, you know, tell the people I'm about to do this, you know, so, you know, they could get afraid and stop this crap, you know, just let me have my way, right? So Trump comes out, and um, he's like, Vladimir Putin about to do something else in the Ukraine that's, you know, it's really going to be bad, and uh, Biden's not going to be able to handle it. So 
we're going to see, you know. And, and me, I know the country, Ukraine, was very racist to the Africans and stuff over there, and that's not right, right? But, you know, I don't. I, I mean, I don't think everybody was racist to them. Maybe the majority was, but not all. But they're still human beings, right? And human beings can change. You know, human beings' ways can change. Even a racist person can change. Racism is not embedded in a person. It can be rooted out. If God can root out demons, he can root out a racist demon, right? So some people can change, and there are a lot of racist people out there who have changed, right, because God got a hold to them. So, you know, I just pray that, you know, this this war stops. You know, they start considering these people and these innocent children, Pregnant women, old people being left alone to fend for themselves. You know, I just pray like I would for any other country that's going through this, and I would hope that they would pray for our country, God forbid, if we were going through this, you know, that this would stop so people could stop being killed because there's hundreds of thousands of people that's been killed over there. And all the apartheid that's going over in um, Africa, they got Egyptians making some parts of Africa slaves. They have a slave trade that's been going on for 2,000 years. You know, let's pray that this... Slavery stuff stopped. We're in the year 2022. I think our ancestors got free when Abraham was president. You know what I mean? Centuries, hundreds of years that was. And here we is in 2022. We still have racism. A, a black guy just got lynched, I think, was it a couple of weeks ago, by this, this uh, supremacist, white supremacist man. And my thing is this. Don't argue with white folks. I'm just telling you the truth. Especially if you don't know them. You know, and you just happen to be out in the streets in your car, whatever, whatever. Don't get out your car and go try and reason and talk to them. Push the pedal to the metal and keep going. Because most of them carry guns anyway. And if they don't have a gun, they got a knife. You know, so the man was shot and killed, right? And the woman got out the car. He told her, get in the car before I shoot you. And she got in the car, right? I don't understand why you the guy got out the car. He pulled over. To the side, so the white man pulled over to. He gonna get out the car and reason with him. The, the people are too crazy in this world right now for you to have road rage with, sticking your finger up at him, rolling your woman down, saying the, the, the bomb word, <laughs> trying to hit their car, trying to run him off. No, people are crazy. They will follow you to your house and blow you and your whole family up. Follow you to your house and blow you and your whole family up. They will ride by your car and shoot everybody in the doggone car. People are just crazy. You know, so if you get into an altercation with anybody, keep it moving. And if they're chasing you, go to the nearest police station. Don't try and reason with them because nine times out of ten, you ain't going to have your life. Don't pick up hitchhikers. Truck driver last week. Young man car, supposedly. Stop working, and he's walking the highway where truckers come at a lot. So trucker was being kind, the goodness of his heart. The man had to go somewhere in California, and that's where the trucker was on his way to. By the time they got there, the trucker had been stabbed to death. Really? Don't even pick nobody up unless God Almighty himself is telling you to pick them up. If God ain't telling you to do it, ride right by him. I wouldn't care if they had a baby in their hand because let me tell you something. This, they do this a lot in Africa and <laughs> other countries. They'll put a woman out there. She'll look pregnant or she'll have a baby in her hand, act like she's distressed. The moment you stop and open that door, they coming out the weeds to get your butt. People will lay on the highway, lay on the ground, thinking you'll stop. You do, 
you robbed, go right around them <laughs> or put the car in reverse if you can and go back the other way. You can't really be nice anymore. I was talking to God. I was like, God, you can't be nice. You can't because you're going to lose your life. This is how bad this world is getting. You cannot make a move. You cannot do nothing unless you pray to God, Holy Spirit and Ruach, for answers and guidance. You don't make a move. You don't argue with anybody. Let me tell you, I told Pat, I was like, you know what, they could punk me if they want. Somebody brush somebody brush up in me, I'll turn around and be like, excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> she was laughing. I'm like, I'm not a punk. I'm humble and smart. I'm humble and smart because people get ticked at the least little thing. Look at the man who went to the sandwich store. I think it was Subway. He just got out of prison. Young man, too. Because they put mayo on his sandwich, they offered to give him another sandwich. He shot and killed the female, then shot another one. He was sent on assignment. Who is going to kill you because you put some mayonnaise on a sandwich and I asked you not to? He was sent. He was on assignment. And I would recommend you stay out of the Waffle House because, I mean, the Waffle House are all kinds of states. Every time you hear somebody get shot and killed in the Waffle House. And I used to like the Waffle House. I don't mess with the Waffle House. I'm not a punk, no, I'm scared. I'm smart. Every time I turn around, somebody gets shot in the Waffle House. Every time you turn around, somebody, somebody just got shot, shot in the Waffle House last, last week. I mean, no, it's, it's some type of murder spirit over the Waffle House. I recommend every stay away from the Waffle House. I'm telling you, because I was talking to God, I said, God, there's a murder spirit over that restaurant. Maybe the owners who own it, I don't know, they don't put some curse, I don't know. But I wouldn't recommend anybody in the Waffle Houses no more. Because for the past three years, every time you turn around, somebody get killed in the Waffle House. Or shot in the Waffle House. It makes no sense. Um, let me see if there's anything else on here I wanted to tell you. Okay, I think that's the, yeah, that's the end of the news. All right, so now I'm going to tell you my dilemma. <laughs> the stuff I had I was going to teach you about abundance and stuff. My computer called itself acting up and deleted the file. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You know, I was having a hard time with my computer. It shut down. And it just deleted a couple of my files, and that's never happened before. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have to think type this stuff up again, but not right now, right? So then, you know, God gave me some other stuff to teach. And then I I, mean, I thought he did. Then I was going to teach it, but then he just told me, he said, hold back on it. I want to give you more clarity about certain things before you teach that. So I'm like, okay, so what do you want me to teach, right? So then I went to this other teaching I have about Thanksgiving for God. He was like, no, I don't want you to teach that. <laughs> I was like, well, what do you want me to teach? So I was looking through my files for a song that I had sung maybe back then, I think 2019, and it's no longer available. And I, and I have a new album coming out. It's going to have about nine songs sometime in August. And so, you know, I it had eight, but I was looking for that. I, I'm also doing two remakes, right? And But this particular song, I knew I didn't have to remake. This one sounds beautiful to me, right? So I'm looking through the computer. I'm looking hard for this this song. I'm like, I know it's in here, right? So just before I found it, I found these three different teachings on dreams. And I have so many teachings on dreams. It's ridiculous. And I have a lot of books on dreams, right? So I found <clears throat> the first teaching on 
Dream Erasers, and then the second one was on <clears throat> Spiritual Blackouts, and then the next one was on Fragmented Dreams. He said, that's it. I'm like, no wonder he had me digging for that song. Do you know after I found these three teachers that I forgot I had, why did the song appear? <laughs> why did the track appear? For two days, I'm looking for this track. Why did it appear? I said, Daddy, you was not right. <laughs> you held that song away from me so I could find these. And so, you know, I'm, I'm like, and I even found some books I forgot about that that I wrote <laughs> and I was supposed to edit. And I already got like 10 or 12 books that I got to publish that's already been edited. I, I just haven't made book covers. That's the only thing that stopped me, right? And then I'm finding more books. I'm like, wait a minute. And then I'm finding all these prayers. I'm like, this is another prayer book, you know? <laughs> So, you know, I'm finding all this stuff. So I was like, so I'm reading through the files about these uh, dreams, and I'm like, this is some good stuff. I totally forgot I had this. This is some good stuff, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to teach this. I'm not even going to make a book out of this one because, you know, I don't make so many books. It's just, I don't know, it just amazes me. So I'm like, I'm just going to teach this one. So we're going to go on a break right now. Right, and then I'm going to be coming right back. So let me find something for you to listen to. Here we go, Man of Galilee. This is the, I believe, the remake of it, or is this the old one? I'm not, I don't remember. (laughs) So it's either the old one or the remake of Man of Galilee. And uh, enjoy it, and I will be right back. Thank you. 
Okay, that was called Managali. Uh, it is out on Spotify and iTunes and wherever streaming is. <laughs> All right, and that's the remake. All right, so here we go. Dealing with dream erasers. This is going to help quite a few people, and it's going to deliver some people. Now, dream erasers are ages of darkness that attack people with spiritual blackouts. They attack and erase dreams from memory of their victims. The normal thing after sleep is to dream and remember your dreams and visions, but this is not so with many people. They are denied such opportunities as a result of attacks against their memory banks. Anyone so attacked is left empty and spiritually powerless in matters of relating to their dreams and their visions. Now, to receive messages and retain them while sleep becomes almost impossible because the enemy of sleep causes memory loss, great memory loss on victims and ensures that they don't remember what they dreamed or vision. Now, if God wanted to get something through to you, they ain't going to be able to take that. I'm telling you. They, unless God let them take it. Now, they sow seeds of forgetfulness. So you got to pray. Like when you wake up in the morning, you got to pray. I cancel out all seeds of forgetfulness. I cancel them out right now with the blood of Jesus. I cancel them. I remove them from my memory. All seeds and roots of, un, of, of, of being forgetful of what you uh, dreamed or visioned while you were asleep with the blood of Jesus. And replace it with seeds of memory. Of the Lord in Yeshua's name. Now, the the seeds, they sow seeds of forgiveness in the lives of victims and paralyze their spiritual awareness. Someone who used to dream with accuracy may suddenly turn into a dull dreamer in the territory of dreaming of the kingdom. When you dream heavenly dreams, you're dreaming dreams of the kingdom of God. Now, as a result, warning ought to be received in a dream, seized as nothing is remembered again. So now, such attacks equally affect people who used to dream before but suddenly become candidates that lost their dream track records. They ex- they are exposed to empty sleeps, counting sleeps, um, and, and instead, you know, counting lullabies instead of sleeping, right, and, and seeing things that add value to their life. Their sleep balance sheets are often in the red, right, meaning they've been wiped out. So in time past, you know, these kind of people used to be good dreamers, but suddenly, you know, they can't dream anymore. The fact remains their spiritual eyeglasses got broken or stolen or hijacked by wicked spirits or witches or wizards that want to pretend they're Christians of the Most High. They attack you. There's an open door somewhere. Right? Or God at times would allow these attacks to come upon you to see how much you trust him. And some people love their gifts more than they love God. And if he sees you love your prophecy gift more than him, he will allow it to be taken from you for a time. It could be a couple of months, six months, a year, two, three. It could be four or five years. He'll eventually let you have it back. But he wants to make it where you depend on him and not your dreams and visions. So sometimes it's God allowing it. And it's, a lot of times it's because the person got an open door and don't know it, or they befriended be, be a witch and don't know it, or they're following a witch and don't know it. And she's sucking her, the dream gift from them, right? So what happens is it's leaving them in the cold hands of dream failure. They lost their spiritual right to dream. So say this with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
I retrieved my spiritual right to dream and to remember with accuracy. And you should Jesus' name. And Father, if my glasses, my, my spiritual eyeglasses have been broken or stolen by any spirit, Father, I ask you to give me new spiritual eyeglasses so that I can see. Or if you choose to send the angels to retrieve my glasses or my broken glasses to fix them or retrieve them, then fix them and clean them with the bloody issue and give them back. But I prefer you to give me new spiritual eyeglasses, Father, with a new prescription in them so that I may see and remember my dreams again. And seal my spiritual eyeglasses to me so that they can never be stolen again. And any door that I open, Father, please tell me so I can shut it immediately so it won't happen again. Seal with the blood issue of Jesus. And affliction will not come to me again in that area or any area. If any spirit, a witch, warlock, whatever, try to do it again, woe unto them to destruction of that soul. In Yeshua's name, seal with the blood of Yeshua Jesus. See, many people don't know we have spiritual eyeglasses. I totally forgot about this teaching. Many people don't know we have spiritual eyeglasses and other things that we have, right? So now, they eventually become storytellers, telling stories of how they used to dream with accuracy in the past, right? Now, dreaming races continue to grave spiritual manipulator effects on people. They reduce victims to valley of life eroded on their spiritual liberties. They often have landslide victories on people unchecked. The fact is hope is not lost. As there is power in prayer today, this evening, you shall apply your spiritual right to pray and get results as it is your right to dream and have visions and remember them with accuracy, right, and to interpretate them if you can. Now, We are going to say these prayers that I'm about to give you to help deliver you from your dream life. So after praying these prayers, you shall go and pray and thank God for liberty and rights to dream and have visions again with accuracy. So say these prayers with me in the name of Yeshua Jesus. I inject the blood of Yeshua Jesus into my memory bank. I inject the blood of Yeshua Jesus into my memory bank. I inject the blood of Yeshua Jesus into my memory bank. Perpetually sealed with the blood of Yeshua Jesus. Spiritual blackouts. Leave my life by fire. Leave my life by fire. Spiritual blackouts. Leave my life by fire in Yeshua's name. And you are cursed to return again or anything from your kingdom, kingdom, kingdoms in Yeshua's name. You will never be able to manifest against me in the spiritual room or on this earth, in this earth, under this earth, in the wilderness, in the forest, in the neither world, in the abode, in the world of the dead, in the abyss, in the water, in the universe, in the rims, in the arches, other planetariums. No way anymore in Yeshua's name. I shall not be an onlooker where dreams are discussed in Yeshua's name. I shall never be made to be rubbish when it comes to my dreams. I shall not be an onlooker where it comes to dreams. I shall be a dreamer as well in Yeshua's name and a visionary in Yeshua's name. Oh, Yahweh, let my story change tonight. Oh, Yahweh, let my story change tonight. Oh, Yahweh, let my dream life and vision life change tonight. Restore my dreams. Restore my vision. Restore my accuracy and my interpretation, wisdom, and understanding of them. In Yeshua's name, sealed the bloody Yeshua. Dream generator in my body. That's right, they can put a generator in there. Dream generator in my body, awake. 
dream generator in my body. Awake, come alive. My dream and vision generated and is functioning in my body that has now been put to sleep. I command you to awake. My spirit commands you to awake. My soul commands you to awake. My God commands you to awake. Now, in Yeshua's name. And you shall never be put to sleep again in anything that tries shall be destroyed. In Yeshua's name. Nothing will overpower my dream generator again by the blood of Yeshua. Say this, my spirit being receive energy from heaven. My And I teach you all the time these things. I hope you people do this. My spirit being receive energy from heaven. My spirit being receive energy from heaven from my father, Yahweh, my mother, the Ruach, Holy Spirit, my Messiah, my husband, Yeshua HaMashiach. Receive energy now. Seal with the blood of Yeshua Jesus. And I make this perpetual so that my spirit and soul can constantly receive energy from Father in heaven. In Yeshua's name. Say this, anywhere my spirit is caged or my soul is caged, receive energy from heaven to be free in Yeshua's name. Anywhere my spirit and soul is caged, receive energy from heaven to be free. Anywhere my spirit and soul is caged, receive energy from heaven to be free now. Perpetually, still in the blood of Yeshua Jesus, you will continue to stay free and liberated in Christ in Yeshua's name. Here's the last one. I shall not dine with agents of blackout anymore. I shall not dine or eat with agents of blackout anymore. I shall not dine and eat with agents of blackout anymore. In Yeshua Jesus' name, so perpetually now forevermore with the bloody Yeshua. One second, please. Sorry for the dead air. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now we're going to be doing a small teaching on blackout and some more prayer points. Now, dream spiritual blackouts mean emptiness caused by dreaming races and the memory of people. Spiritual blackouts foretell inability to dream and have visions when you sleep. People so affected find it difficult to give accurate definitions of dreams and visions as they don't dream at all or and or forget or cannot remember them. Such people often hear others discuss dreams but don't experience such in their sleep. They lack what generates dreams in the sleep. Their memory bank is empty. So say this, Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, fill my memory bank up. Fill my memory memory bank up with dreams of you. And even if I have to see dreams that the enemy is doing to know what they're doing, fill my memory bank up. And keep my memory bank filled up spiritually and physically. Filled with the blood of Yeshua Jesus for eternity. <clears throat> and anything that tries to deplete my memory bank, ye shall be depleted in Yeshua's name. Now, as in economics, the law of demand and supply applies to memory banks in the spirit. Memory banks demand spiritual information from above in the spirit and is given out to supply to the dreamers after they sleep. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. It is when these apply that its spiritual principle of demand and supply. A dreamer is opportune to remember his dreams and visions and find meanings to them. Now, to realize this noble objective is what Yadathoth, a.k.a. Satan, hates. His agenda is simple, to keep you in dream wilderness. Really, he may keep your spiritual generator, your soul, alive, but shall cage it from operating rightly when victims are asleep. Thus, the enemy can allow your spiritual electric current, which is your soul, to work but not connect. 
So say this with me. <clears throat> Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, allow my spiritual electric currents that is supposed to be connected to my soul be connected now by the blood of Yeshua Jesus. And if my soul is caged anywhere by the enemy, I ask you to send the archangels or Yeshua himself with the key to uncage my soul right now in Yeshua's name so that I can receive my signals from the spirit realm so and so and so that my soul will not be caged in prison of darkness anymore and that I may not never become spiritually weak, that I will stay spiritually strong and that my electric current that is supposed to be connected to my soul, allow it to be connected perpetually now forevermore to bloody show. And anything that tries to break that connection again, they should be disconnected completely, wiped out in Yeshua's name. Now, anyone who suffers from spiritual blackouts can be likened to an electric generator, supposed to be in good working condition, which lacks supply of light. So what happens is they darken out the light in your soul because your soul is connected to your dreams too and your visions, right? And they darken out your spirit. Like they blanket it with nothing but darkness, right? They they cover the light. So if they're covering the light in your soul and partially in your spirit, it's going to be very hard for you to remember your dreams. So they can't stop your dreams from coming. They can't stop the visions neither. But they can stop you from receiving them. They can clog your antenna, which is located in the middle of the top of your head. That's what you never let nobody touch there, right? Um, and you really don't let nobody touch your hair unless it's your husband or if it's your wife or your children, you know. You really don't let people outside of that touch your hair because your hair has um, antennas and nerves in them too, right? And and they, people could just touch your hair and be cursing you right then and there. You don't even know it, right? So you never really let people touch your hair unless it's your family that you could trust, you know. And really nobody needs to be touching your hair, but your, maybe your kids might want to play with it or your husband or your spouse. But nobody really shouldn't be trying to touch your hair. Even when you're pregnant, nobody shouldn't be trying to touch your belly because people could touch your belly when you're pregnant and curse your belly. I mean, I've known this true story. Women, woman was out one day, and uh, some woman came up to her and was talking to her, and you know was saying, to her, "Oh, you're really big," you know, and rubbed her belly, and she had a miscarriage two days later. So what that witch did was she took the baby's blood, so the baby spontaneously was aborted, so the witch could use the blood. So you you pregnant? Don't let nobody touch your belly, neither. Be very careful who you let touch your children. If these these people. Excuse me, out in the street, you don't know them, don't let them touch your baby because they could touch your baby and your baby could die a couple of days later. I'm not saying this for fear of nobody. I'm being real with you. Witches can touch your child. They can already be anointed to be able to do that. Touch your child, baby, gone. Look at some of them African movies too, Christian movies. They show you these things. These are true things. So be very careful. It's not to fear. It's just to be careful. Father says my people die from lack of knowledge, Right? And pray over your belly if you're pregnant. You know, pray over your children, you know, before they go to school. Like anything that tries to touch them to harm them, kill them, or change them, or transform them, or place demons or spell on them. I rebuke it and cancel with the blood of Jesus, for they are covered in the blood of Jesus from head to toe, from toe to head. Heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Anything that comes upon them will bounce off of them and back to sender and stuck to them, and they will not be able to escape it, nor will they be able to render it back again in Yeshua's name. 
and put fire around your children and put the repelling of God around them and around yourself and your home, your car, <laughs> everything. You know, when you're flying on a plane, train, boat, whatever, walking outside, going to people's houses, store, cover yourself, right? Now, in every blackout, nothing good comes to play. Anyone so affected may not carry out spiritual assignments as expected. Blackouts cause spiritual restrictions as victims may not know the steps to take on issues in life. Even when he or she prays, as their the medium of communication is either polluted or erased. Did you hear that? <clears throat> when you have spiritual blackouts, they restrict you. They restrict your steps. Like, it, it can stop so much stuff that you're supposed to do, but you don't know how to do it, right? It can even block, it can, it, it can even pollute your communication to God and erase it. As it's going through the spiritual realm to reach God, it can pollute it. If it pollute it, God won't, won't see it. Or they can erase it. So say it with me. Father, from this moment on, I shall not be restricted spiritually at all. I rebuke that. I reject it. I revoke it with the blood of Yeshua. It has no business with me. I have no covenant, no soul tie with it. And whatever's doing it, Father, I ask you to just pounce on it right now. Hit your thunder on it and destroy it. Obliviate it so it can't live again in Yeshua's name. And I curse it to never rise again or anything like it from his kingdom in Yeshua's name. And anything that's stopping my communication to you, that's polluting it or erasing it, the devil is a liar. May you send your thunder power to destroy it right now in Yeshua's name. And clean my communication with you with the blood issue of Jesus. So from now on, perpetually, with the blood issue, it will never be polluted or erased again. No matter how hard anything tries, it shall surely die that tries in Yeshua's name. Still perpetually now forevermore with the bloody issue. Also, his or her management styles will be affected, making his or her moral values and thoughts low. This is why people have depression, sadness, want to commit suicide, want to stay in the house, anti-sociable. You know, they, they think low of themselves. They don't believe the prophecies that were spoken in their lives because when, when a prophecy is spoken in your life, right, and like somebody say to you, because this has happened to me, I've said things that people didn't believe in, like, like the couple that's coming on next Friday, uh, y- y'all going to love them. <laughs> I told them like a year and a half or two years prior to them moving to Texas, I saw them in Texas. Uh, or Arizona, but mostly Texas, and they were looking at me like, uh-uh. <laughs> what is, I mean, I know she's a prophet, but, you know, maybe she's a little off right here, right? <laughs> now they're in Texas. They've been there, I think, three months now, right? Now they're in Texas. And people have told me things, and me being a prophet, I'm like, I don't think, I don't know about that one, right? And then they've come to pass. So what happens is when someone gives you a prophecy, and it don't sound, sound right, you know, too, like, like for instance, who was that? Abraham. We're going to use Abraham real good, right? God told Abraham he was going to have kids, right? <laughs> he told Abraham he was going to be a father of nations. Abraham, like, yeah, right, God. <laughs> He's, like, laughing, cracking up, like, don't you know I'm, like, 90-something years old? Really? <laughs> so what happened was they go to Egypt, you know, and the uh, king tried to take 
savvy. Y'all know the deal. She was fine, whatever, right? They lied, whatever, right? So um, God talked to the king like, yo, look, that's Abraham's woman. If you don't let her go, I'm just going to just obliterate your whole king. <laughs> right? And so he did it after he got the balls and all that stuff, right? And so he... He was like, you know, you know what? I don't want nothing to do with it. I'm going to give her all my maids and everything she had. And I think her name was Haggai, right? So what happened was Sarah believed in the prophecy that God gave, right? But she did not believe that the prophecy would come from her womb. So she went and talked to Haggai. Then she went and talked to Abraham. Now, Abraham should have put his foot down. He should have been like, yo, woman, look. He said it. He said it, it's going to happen. I ain't, I'm not doing it with nobody else to have a baby. It's just me and you. We ride or die. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't say that. He was like, all right, boo, I do it. I do it. <laughs> so he went and got with Haggai, right? She got pregnant, right? She had Ishmael, right? So God was like, you know what? Ishmael was not in the plans, but I'm going to fit him in the plans. So he did. He made him a great warrior, right? So what happened was, Sarah believed the prophecy, but she didn't accept that it would be coming through her womb. So she went and made the prophecy effective herself by going to Haggai saying, look, I want you to have this baby. I want you to sleep with my man just, just you know, a couple of times. You get pregnant, then you bounce, right? So she went and did it, right? And then she told her, she was like, when you get ready to have that baby, you ain't having that baby by yourself. You're going to be having that baby in my lap. So when that baby come out, it's going to look like it came out of me, right? And Haggai didn't like that, right? But she had to do it, right? Because Sarah was the woman right she was the boss right so she had to do it so they made the prophecy effective in the flesh instead of in the spirit right so god forgave him you know what i'm saying he forgave him he's like you know what all right they made a mistake you know they went on ahead and made this prophecy in the flesh but i'm 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 still i'm gonna be all right i'm I'm gonna still get him isaiah you know because i got plans for him he he gonna be he gonna be bringing um I mean not Isaiah what was his name I forget y'all forgive me <laughs> but I got plans for him so they let him, so God let him still come forth through Sarah so what happened there they took the prophecy they made it effective they caused it to be brought to pass in the flesh so they killed the spiritual prophecy but God was a forgiving God so He rose the spiritual prophecy up and they had the child that he meant for them to have what <laughs> you tell me my god ain't a bad god <laughs> right so that's how that go so when you get a prophecy you supposed to you know go to god and be like god is this really from you and if he say yes from me then what you do is you accept it you come into agreement right but you yourself don't step out and try and make it happen because if you do you making it happen in the flesh so then you kill the spiritual prophecy. So if somebody say you're going to get married, right, then this man come and you think it's him, you get all buck woolly, you don't pray, nothing, right, you just go ahead and get married. Then you realize it wasn't him, right, guess what you did? You just killed the spiritual prophecy. You're never going to get the one you were meant to get, even if you divorce him. And, you know, God forgives you. God will give you something else if that's his choice. But you'll never get the one you was meant to get because you killed the spiritual prophecy. If you are told you want to be one of the greatest men or women of all time in ministry or riches or this or that, right, and it's taken too long for you to get there or God is taking his time, you feel like he's taking his time to get you there. See, the thing people understand is when you get a prophecy, if you don't get a date, you don't know what is going to happen. If if, if somebody say you're going to get um, be a big-time minister and they didn't tell you when it's going to happen, 
How are you going to get mad and say God taking his time when you weren't even told when it was going to happen? They just saw it coming, right? God might have to develop you and get you where you need to get in order for it to come. But then some people get tired of waiting. So that what, what happens? They start functioning in the flesh instead of in the spirit. They start thinking in the flesh instead of the spirit. They start like, oh, this ain't going to come to pass. God done passed me by. Um, this is not going to happen. I ain't going to get married. Um, somebody else got him. And guess what happens? You kill the spiritual prophecy because you're thinking in the flesh, and the flesh just kills your spiritual prophecy. Eh. So if you get something, you don't believe it. You go to God. He confirm it. It takes too long for you. Don't give up. It's coming. Don't let your flesh kill your spiritual prophecy. Don't. Let your flesh kill your spiritual prophecy. Don't try and make your prophecy come to pass in the flesh because you'll lose the spiritual prophecy that was meant to manifest in the physical. All right, that was from the Holy Spirit. That was left field. Back to dreams now. <laughs> okay, so now, he or she management style will be affected, making his moral values and thoughts law. Now, dream blackouts are very bad. It encourages evil and manipulates energy of evil doers. It is in such a situation, night raiders operate, troubling souls unchecked. Say this with me, Father. Don't let my soul ever be unchecked again. Let my soul be checked in kingdom, in your kingdom, sealed with the blood of Yeshua. Now, it is common for dark agents to place evil seals on people's memory to hinder them from carrying out spiritual communication with the heavenlies. Now, when such seal is placed, victims experience dream blackouts. Hence, such victims are denied spiritual packages of God. So say this with me. Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, any evil, wicked, satanic, occulted, marine, witchcraft, magic, moon magic, Egyptian magic, hoodoo voodoo, any and everything that I don't even know about that has tried or has put a seal in place over my dream antenna or on my head or anywhere on my body or in my body in the spirit room, I ask you to burn it off of me right now, obliterate it, wipe it off of me now with the fire of the Holy Spirit, and with the blood of Yeshua, Jesus, and cleanse me where these seals are with the blood of Yeshua, and replace them with your seals, Father, in Yeshua, Jesus' name. Seal perpetually now forevermore the blood of Yeshua, so that I may be a candidate to receive your spiritual package, so that I will no longer be denied your spiritual package, God. In the name of Yeshua, still perpetuating out forevermore in your name with the blood of Yeshua, Jesus. So, see, people get seals. You be praying, praying. Like, I have a book. It's called, I'm looking right at it. Wait, dream, uh, dreams to, wait, hold on, let me get it. I'm looking right at it. But is that just this right? It's, oh, yeah, it's called Dreams to Recall Your Memory. Um, It's on Amazon. So many people have told me that they're dreaming from this book. That's a powerful book. It's a hundred and some pages. And I'm not saying this for you to go buy it on Amazon. So many people hitting me up on Facebook, texting me, even my um, sister Pat and Heaven and a couple of people in the coaching told me how great this book is working for them. So I would recommend if you after this you, you shouldn't have any problems, but also as maintenance and it has a seven day fasting thing in it. Dream to recall your memory. And it has teaching in it that I'm sure you don't hear too much elsewhere. And it's on Amazon. Okay, now, when the spirit of dreamers is caged in prisons, 
it becomes almost impossible for him or her to dream and remember. Once his spirit is caged, he or she is caged, he or she will experience spiritual blackouts as he or she's spiritual memory bank is affected. Dark ages or powers could cause blackouts in one's life when the spirit is caged or imprisoned in dark rocks. That's right. In the name of Yeshua, say this with me. Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, if my spirit is caged or imprisoned inside of dark rocks, bust them rocks open right now with your thunder fire. Bust them wide open, turn them into dust, and put them under the blood of Yeshua Jesus, and cleanse me and all the darkness off of me from those rocks. In the name of Yeshua Jesus. And pour your light of glory on me and in me, in my heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, in my memory bank, in my penile gland, in my eyes, in my eyeglass, spiritual eyeglasses, in my soul, in my spirit, in my heart, in my flesh, in my blood, my bones, my chakras, my eye chakras, my memory, my communication channels, my antennas. Just pour your glory all through and clean out all of that gook, all of that mess, Father. Pour your glory and your fire and the living water and the blood sure, and make me anew and fresh and transform me and allow me to dream even more than I ever had before and see visions more than I ever had before in Yeshua Jesus' name and see things that I could never normally see in Yeshua's name, sealed with the blood of Yeshua to infinity, which is you, Father. Now, as now I'm also... Did I turn it talk? Okay, and also dark agents or powers can cause blackouts in one's life when the spirit is caged, imprisoned, dark rocks, evil forces, dark waters, inside an animal, or in any part of the dark kingdom operating in your life. So say this, Father. Also, if my soul or spirit is encased anywhere in the evil forest, in dark waters, marine power waters, inside animals, in the in the abyss, in the abode of the dead, in the wilderness, in the tree, underground, on someone's altar, or in someone's satanic uh, star, Celtic star in their basement, on the ground, any part of the kingdom of darkness, Father, remove it right now, unchain it, bust them chains right now with the blood of Yeshua Jesus, and send the angels, the archangels like Michael, to pull us out of it, because Michael and Gabriel, Raphael are deliverance angels, to pull us out of it and to deliver us and clean us up with the blood of Yeshua Jesus. And I cancel it out, and I curse. They can never put us in those things again. In Yeshua Jesus' name, seal with the blood of Yeshua to infinity. Now, and remove cobwebs. I just heard God say this. Tell them to remove cobwebs. So in the name of Yeshua Jesus, remove all cobwebs as well, Father, that could cause us not to see or be in haze or in confusions when it comes to our dreams and visions. Remove them, Father. Burn them. Strip them away. Ask Archangel Michael to strip them away and remove them with the bloody Yeshua Jesus and make our path clear, Father, so that we can move in the spirit and see in the spirit in Yeshua Jesus' name. As a result of evil um, perpetrated by dark powers and the effects felt, strong steps and prayers need to be said. So we must address this issue. So I want you to pray these prayers I'm about to give you, right? And you're going to get liberty and um, your rights back to be able to remember your dreams and not forget them and have it by the power of the living God, Yahweh, the Ruach, and Yeshua. And so after these prayers, you shall, decree this with me, after these prayers, you shall remember your dreams clearly. As you remember your names, you remember your dreams and visions clearly, and if God has given you the dream interpretation, you interpretate them. It's not asking for it. If you want to give it to you, give it to you. And say this is perpetual. 
and that affliction will not come again in these areas or any area. If so, ye shall be destroyed. And anything that tries is cursed by the hand of God and by the word and mouth of God in Yeshua's name. Now say, say these prayer points with me. Spirit of dream paralyzed, paralyzing, leave me alone forever for eternity in Yeshua's name. Spirit of dream paralyzing, leave me alone and my bloodline forever in Yeshua's name. And then say this. I go all the way back to Adam and Eve, my mother and father's side, step parents side, ex God parents side, spirit parents, any kind of parents. <laughs> my mother's side, mother and father's side. And all the way back to any past lives. In my generation, lineage, foundation, and DNA, and generation, and bloodline for any curses that has been placed upon us to have trouble seeing in the spirit, dreaming, being able to interpret, being able to hear God or see him or the Holy Spirit or Yeshua or heaven or angels, any type of curses, we break them right now. We cancel them with the mighty blood of Yeshua Jesus. We cancel our covetous soul ties, all demonic cords, all demons attached to them, anything. If our ancestors promised anything to the devil, if they gave our minds to the devil, Father, we cancel that covenant and that promise and that transaction, that exchange and spiritual realm. We cancel with the mighty blood of Jesus. We revoke all these things with the blood of Jesus. And we take our minds back, Father, and you wash our minds with the blood of Jesus. And these curses and covenants and soul ties will no longer affect us. And we'll be able to hear you and see you if that is your will, to see you, the Holy Spirit, and Yeshua, to hear you. And we will dream dreams and see visions, just like your word says in Daniels and in Revelation. In Yeshua's name. And Father, right now I ask you to bless all of us. Speak over us and say, We shall dream dreams. We shall see visions. We shall see heaven. We shall see all you want us to see. We shall see danger when it's trying to come so we can preempt it and stop it. We will see whatever you want us to see. And that the angel, the enemies of us, of our dream life will never be able to put our dream life in captivity again. And if you see it coming because we have opened the door, please show us the open door so that we may repent and close it and seal it up and put an angel there to watch it and Yeshua's his name. And from this moment on, all will dream. They will never be taken away from us again, nor our visions or anything else for that matter. Still with the blood of Yeshua to infinity. And this dream cannot be stopped because God has already caught it in Yeshua's name. Now say this, spiritual vacuum in my life, be sealed by the blood of Yeshua Jesus. Spiritual vacuum in my life, be sealed by the blood of Yeshua Jesus. Say this, my brain receives spiritual revival by the blood of Yeshua Jesus and Yeshua Jesus' name. My brain receives spiritual revival by the blood of Yeshua Jesus and Yeshua Jesus' name. Every fear that caused darkness in my life expired by the blood of Yeshua Jesus for eternity. My spirit be connected to heaven. My spirit my soul, my heart, my mind, my chakras, my rooters, my wheels to my chakra, my body, every part of me be connected in the spiritual realm. Be connected to the realm of God in the heavens. Let my celestial life be connected to heavens of thy Lord Yeshua the Ruach and Father God, still perpetually now forevermore to eternity, which is you, Father, the Holy Spirit, Yeshua, still, and Yeshua's blood for eternity, in Yeshua's name. They say this, O Yahweh, heal my wounds. 
because they can also use wounds in your body to block you. Any spiritual wounds you have, that could be an open door. So ask God to heal all your wounds and ask him if there's any wounds that need to be brought to the surface so that you can experience the healing because sometimes God will bring wounds to the surface. You may cry. It may feel like it just happened, you know, but he has to bring those things to the surface to get those things out of you. So ask him if he needs to do that. You give him permission to do it because you want to be healed in Yeshua's name. And wounds in your head, any kind of trauma, anyone hurt you, anyone you, you can't, you're having a hard time forgiving or you might not have forgave or you have resentment toward or you could be jealous of. It could be any kind of wound. Right, you ask him to bring them to your memory if you need to experience them to be healed from them. If not, you don't need to experience them. Then ask him to heal all wounds, seal them up with the blood of Yeshua, and put your angels there to watch the door. Um, also, blood of Yeshua Jesus kill every poison in my heart. Blood of Yeshua Jesus kill every poison in my heart. Blood of Yeshua Jesus kill every poison in my heart in Yeshua's name. Holy Spirit, divine intervene. In my situation, in Yeshua's name. Holy Spirit, divine, intervene in my situation now. Sealed with the blood of Yeshua Mashiach. All right, here's the last one. Dealing with your fragments. Okay, now, people affected by fragment dreams often suffer from dream frag- fragmentation and lose a lot of recurring and reaccounting dreams. They forget most of their dreams as soon as they wake up from sleep. They knew quite well they dreamed while asleep, but they could not recall it. After sleep, they often complain. I remember only a few of my dreams. While many in this category recollect half of what they have dreamed or vision, some hardly remember a quarter of their dreams or visions. Really, they dream but can't remember at all. This is a fatal spiritual error that gives Yadathoth, a.k.a. Satan, opportunity to dangle his wicked hammer against destiny of people through dreams. Because the purpose of him, you know, making you forget your dreams is for them to do all kinds of damage. That's why you got to outsmart them. you got to be like, Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, when you go to sleep at night, make it perpetual. Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, any dreams that I have that's not from you, I ask you to erase them. I ask you to cancel them out. I ask you to cancel the covenants and soul tie. In Yeshua's name. So when you wake up, you do it again. You just be like, Father, I come in agreement with you. You know, any dreams I had, anything they could do to me that I don't know they could do, I cancel it. I cancel it. And then you'd be like, Father, if there's anything I need to see, bring it back. But a lot of times, if you are so jacked up and they got you so jacked up in dreams, God will try and bring them to you, but you, you still can't get them through. That's why you have people like me write dream books and stuff like that and do these kind of teachings. Now, mostly when dreams or visions are in fragments, it becomes almost impossible to deduce pictures out of it. Brain, Your brain becomes dry while your mind is in trouble. So what you pray is this, Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, never let my spiritual or physical mind become dry. Always let my brain, my my spiritual and physical brain, be washed in the living water of the Holy Spirit and covered inward and outward with the blood of Yeshua and the oil and the glory of you and the repellent and protection around my brain so that my mind will not be in trouble and protect my mind the same way, spiritually and physically. I'm my children, grandchildren, and bloodline in Yeshua's name. Also, anxiety rules the mind. Fear rules the heart. The spirit, soul, and body becomes uncoordinated. 
to recall events and words spoken in the dream becomes almost impossible. Only factors of what they dream is remembered, thereby causing them wounded spirits among dreamers. What happens is, like when people are dealing with incubus and succubus, and they're coming in the night when you sleep, and they're trying to get at you. And and, and 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 many people, they don't understand what's going on with them until they start getting deliverance and, you know, going places and listening to people like me. But what happens is they get fearful. They don't want to go to sleep. They fear to go to sleep. So that is an open door for that incubus succubus to take your dreams. They are the dream robber. That's why they try to put the fear in you, because fear comes from the heart and if it comes from the heart the heart is connected to the soul because the heart is one of the five senses right so you can't fear these these spirits you you have to pray before you go to sleep oil yourself up with with the oil cover yourself with the blood and seek deliverance and do daily self-deliverance and get books like i have books on amazon about about these kingdoms and on barnes and nobles and get these books. Many people have got delivered from them, and some only got delivered a little. And, and maybe some didn't get any, but they learned to help them get delivered, you know. So now, a wounded spirit never coordinates well. When when the mind is hurt, you hardly recollect what you dream after sleep. Constant hurts, heartbreaks, and sorrow can poison the spirit, which may eventually lead to bitterness, hatred, unforgiveness, and mal- maliceness. Like, let's say... You like the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years or Joseph for 12 years, right? Um, you've been dealing with these incubus, succubus, or whatever demon you're dealing with, right? And you don't understand why God hasn't delivered you. Or maybe he did come to deliver you, but it didn't go through for whatever reason, right? And if you're not careful, especially if you're doing it for 10, 12, 15 years, because people have been dealing with these things for a long time. If you're not careful, if you don't stay confident in God, faithful in God, and trust in God, and ask God to, to keep loving you, you will become bitter and, and hatred and, and unforgiving because you'll start seeing other people getting forgiveness and, and, and you'll start getting bitter toward God and hateful because you don't understand why he's keeping you this way. And he may be keeping you this way because he he, he is certain things that got to come out of you in order for him to get, to get it out because if he try to get it out, it could kill you or mess you up. Right, so it may be things that need to come out of you, and you can't see that because the demon is blinding you. So if you if you've been in a situation for a long, long time, you need to say to God, you know, why am I still like this? And why every time you come to try and deliver me, it doesn't go through? What what, what is in me that's stopping you? I mean, what is deeply rooted in me? Is it, if it's ancestral? If it's some kind of covenant somewhere, some altar somewhere, did my ancestors promise me to this spirit? Because, you know, your ancestors who were into witchcraft, they can promise you to these incubus spirits. These incubus spirits can marry you in the womb. As soon as you get in the womb, they can marry you. They can marry you on the way to the womb because Satan can see you on the way to the womb. They can marry you then. So when you're born, you are already married to these spirits, already. Already, and if you grow up with these things, they've they've been embedded in you. They've become one in you. And then these things have sperm. The male incubus have sperm. And if you're dealing with these things, every time they come to try and get you and they get you, their sperm flows through you and you become one with them. And their sperm is swinging around in you and you become one with them. Now, if you sleep with a, a sucker bee, your sperm in the spiritual room has entered into her, so your sperm is swimming all around her. So that's how you become one and they marry you in the spirit. 
right? So it makes it hard for you to get married in real life, or you may get married and they kill your spouse, or you break up with your spouse, or you constantly argue, or they ruin you, they take away your money, you try to do a ministry, they take away that, nobody wants to follow or listen or come to your church, you can't keep no money, you can't get blessed, everything you do never works, nobody likes you, I mean nobody, you can find nobody like you, you can't keep the man or you can't keep the woman, that is what these Suckabee incubus do. So what you have to do is you have to pray. That's why people need to get my books and you can read them. You have to pray and ask God to move all. If you ever dealt with incubus or succubus, you have to, incubus first, you have to pray and ask God to remove any sperm that could be swimming around you from dealing with an incubus. Remove it out of your blood, your flesh, your bones, your heart, your mind, your chakras, your rooters, the, the wheels of your chakra. I mean, every ingredient, every part of you that exists, ask God to remove their sperm and their ejaculation sperm out of you with the blood of Jesus. Ask God to move their spiritual demonic blood out of you. Ask God to remove their flesh out of you. Ask God to cancel the flesh covenant, the bone covenant, the chakra covenant, the chakra will covenant, the rooter covenant, the heart, mind, body, soul and covenant, the eye covenant, the mind covenant, the hair covenant, because they make covenant with everything about you. So ask God to destroy and cancel all covenants that have ever made in soul ties, known and unknown to you. Go all the way back to Adam and Eve and even in your past lives, even if you don't believe in it. And then your generation, foundation, and lineage, and bloodline, and DNA, and remove it, and remove the cords, and cancel anything they spoke over you, because they speak curses over you. Cancel anything they said over you that, that is derogatory in what God spoke over your life, and over your bloodline, and over your children, because they affect your children, and over your spouse, if you marry. And every person you ever slept with, pray for them, too. Because they affect them, too, in Yeshua's name. This is why they come and sleep with you. See, they just don't sleep with you because they want enjoyment. That's one of the reasons. But they sleep with you because they know a man's sperm is powerful. And once it enters the woman, you become one. And then the sucker bee knows the man's um, sperm is powerful. And all she got to do is sleep with you, and your sperm gets in her. And you're one. And you are oblivious. You don't know that you're supposed to break a covenant of sperm transferring into a woman or a man transferring you and a blood covenant that comes with it. People don't know this. People don't even realize how powerful sperm is. They just think it's to have babies. Nah, that's how you become one. And and, and, and in the blood. And, and then they marry you in the spirit with something he's called a bishop of blood covenants. And he marries you in the spirit room to them. And then you drink, then on top of that, you drink the marine kingdom's blood. So you are married to the entire marine kingdom. So you have to ask God not just to divorce you from the demons itself. You have to ask God to divorce you from the entire marine kingdom. And any children <clears throat> you could have had in the spirit room with this <clears throat> thing. And any children that they have, any husbands that they have, any family that they have, any property or anything that you took, and the diary that was exchanged during the marriage, and the witnesses, you have to break covenants with them as well. All pictures, cakes, the the bride dress, the, the marriage registration, anything you filled out, but especially the diary and the blood covenant. You have to break it and cancel it. And you have to ask God to obliviate, destroy everything and everyone that was attended in that wedding and anything that you have in the spirit and any family that is connected to you through those spirits for him to kill everything. 
because that's what he taught me years ago. Kill everything. I mean kill everything. And break covenants and in biblical cords with any children that you had with these spirits because they impregnate you so that the children could be half demonic and half human. They can manifest on this earth. They can even manifest in your own womb when you have a real child. They can turn around and be born inside of the child. Do you know your soul can harbor seven other souls with it? So that thing can be born with your child in the child's soul and manipulate the characteristics and personality and life of that child, take that child over, and you have hell with that child. This is why some children, it's just... It's hard to do it because they suck at these and they're incubus and they need the demon cast out of them. Because those children are so jealous. If they cannot kill your child, they will take it over. This is why so many children are so nasty, having sex, dressing around, half naked, all kinds of craziness because they have been taken over by them things you had in the spirit. So that's why you got to ask God to kill them. And you got to be like, Father, any of them spirits is in my children. Evacuate them out of my children right now Cut the cord Cut them off of the living line That you talk about in Nimbus The lifeline Cut them off of it And deliver my child Or you, you, or you put your hands on your child Cast it out yourself Don't be afraid You got to be right with God though Because they're kind of strong demons If you ain't right they'll jack you up So you got to be right with God And you got to be anointed And anoint yourself and anoint your child And cast them things out Ask God the saints to help you it's probably, and this is why kids get autism, they get cancer, they get all kinds of sickness because some incubus baby you don't have with the demon and you don't know you had because ain't nobody teaching you this. It's in your child. they bought with birth effects, crippled, all kinds of craziness. Sometimes they agree with God to come like that to make up for something they did in their past life. But a lot of times it's the demons, the children that you had in the spirit room that you never asked God to kill. These are in my books. Go get them on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You'll see them. Just put in the Pastor Robert Solomon books. Look at those and then put in Robert Solomon books in Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, and you'll be seeing the titles. We have Incubus and everything in the Marine Kingdom, whatever. All right, so now, this may rule your heart and cause blockage against spiritual messages in your sleep. This is so because it is almost impossible for such spirits to coordinate with the Holy Spirit in the dream. So say this prayer. Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, anything that's blocking my spirit, my soul, or my heart against receiving spiritual message from Mama Ru, Holy Spirit, I unblock it right now with the blood shield. I cancel it right now with the blood shield. I remove anything, any blockage, any filibusters, any um, block blockage fillers or filler blockers. I remove them, any dark blankets and coverings, umbrellas, whatever it is, I remove it. Any fog, clouds, graininess, anything, I remove it. Any graininess, dirt, anything, I remove it. Any demonic spiritual mirrors, I remove it. With the blood of Yeshua Jesus, perpetuating now forevermore, and I curse it. So it can never manifest in my life again. Affliction will not come again. And if they try, they shall be destroyed immediately. Immediately, in Yeshua's name. And then say, Father... I invite the Ruach Holy Spirit to be able to send me messages in my sleep, to be able to communicate with me in my sleep, as well as you and the Holy Spirit and any angels that, that is for me and that's watching over me or any angels that you send to give me a message. They will come forth now with no problems. They will come forth with ease. 
with the blood of Yeshua Jesus. And this prayer shall surely stand, and the enemy of no demons can come against it, because God has it in Yeshua's name. Now, hence your spirit man may not hold together messages and information passed in the dream. As a result, you will often see yourself remembering your dreams in fragments and disjointed and uncoordinated. So say this, Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, from now on my spirit man will be able to retain the memory as well as my soul. For my dreams, for my dreams will no longer be fragmented or disjointed or uncoordinated ever again. Nor would it be separated into pieces where I can't remember them anymore. They will come fully together by the blood of Yeshua Jesus for my remembrance in Yeshua's name. Now, there are powers attached to such attacks in the spirit. People in this category may have suffered from serpentine bites or spits that affect their eyes in the spirit realm. So say this with me. I told you, you're going to get deliverance tonight. Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, any serpentine snake spirit, I don't care what it was, that bit my eyes or spit in my eyes so that I cannot see, the devil is a liar. I ask you to spit in their eyes and send your serpent to bite them and kill them and destroy them in Yeshua's name. And affliction will never come again to my eyes. No serpent will bite my eyes again. No serpent will spit in my eyes again. I curse them in Yeshua Jesus' name. Seal with the blood of Yeshua Jesus. Put the repellent around my eyes, Father. Put angels around my eyes in Yeshua's name. Seal with the blood of Yeshua Jesus so that I may see and see fully. In Yeshua's name, perpetually now forevermore, sit in your signet with the blood of Yeshua. Also, they may have encountered evil, also he or she may have encountered evil breeze that paralyzed memories of people. So say this, Father, in the name of Yeshua Jesus, any evil breeze, demonic breeze, satanic breeze, marine kingdom breeze, any kind of evil breeze that has come through my eyesight, through my ears, through my brain, I remove it right now. I paralyze it with the blood issue of Jesus. I spoil it with the fire of the Holy Spirit. And I invoke the bloody issue of Jesus against it. And it is not my portion. It has no business with me. I block it. I hinder it. I remove it. I bind it with the blood fire chains of Yah. Infliction will not come again. If so, ye shall be destroyed. I render them powerless and helpless against me and fruitless against me. And what they do will not manifest. And I ask you, Father, the spirit of the South, the spirit of the north, the spirit of the west, the spirit of the east shall take upon me and favor me. So when they see this evil breeze coming, they will evaporate it immediately with the bloody shoe. And the spirit of the sky, the sky that's the spirit, shall also protect me from any evil breeze that will come upon me or anyone in my bloodline. Sealed with the bloody issue, perpetually now forevermore with the blood of Jesus. Um, I forgot to teach people that. The east, south, north, and west, they're spirits of God. <laughs> they're spirits. Everything's a doggone spirit, right? <laughs> Even the sky is a spirit, right? So you ought to ask God to give you favor with the east, south, north, and west in the sky, right? And you got to say stuff like it's in the Bible. You have to say, Father, the sun shall not smite me by day, nor the moon by night. And all elements, senior and junior, even animals, the trees, because the trees got spirits, even the animals, snakes, bugs, you name it, 
they will favor me and not touch me. They will protect me. They will adhere to me because you made them in Yeshua's name. And I guarantee you the work. And when them witches try to go to the moon and the sun or any elements or animals to try and get you, they're going to get got. Trust me, it work. But you got to be right in God. You can't be having no fake hair in your head, ladies. You can't be having no dragon lashes. You can't be wearing makeup with your boobs and booty hanging out, tight pants, tight clothes, looking nasty. You can't. You can't be shacking up. You can't be for You can't. You just can't. Because when you say these kind of prayers, they're very powerful. You can be killed. I'm going to keep it real with you. You can lose your life saying these kind of prayers. And you ain't living right. So take heed because your blood will not be on my hands. Now, if you know you suffer from fragment dreams, I strongly advise you to take the following. First, do not rush out of your bed when you wake up. Try as much as possible to stay calm and quiet, even if you got a pee-pee. You know, as you walk in to go pee-pee, <laughs> stay calm and quiet, right? On the very first part of your bed, you sleep. Do not rush out of the bed as others. Events may interfere with your meditation. So sit in your bed or wherever you sleep in. Sit there just for a minute and, and, and just be quiet and just say, Father, I thank you for waking me and my family up this morning. I thank you for protecting us while we slept. I thank you for hovering over us to make sure we're okay. And Father, any dreams I had, may you bring them back to my memory and any visions I had. And I thank you for canceling out things that are not of you. And I wait for you to bring these visions and dreams back. Cover my mind with the blood of Yeshua. Wash my spiritual glasses and my with the blood of Yeshua. Wash my lenses of my eyes, because we have 155 lenses in our eyes. Wash them with the blood of Yeshua. Wash my pineal gland. Wash my, my dream memory box. Wash my antennas and communication. Wash my eyes inward and out. Wash my mind and my brain with the blood. Wash my, my chakra rooter um, that's in my eyes with the blood issue of Jesus so that I can recall and recollect in Yeshua's name. Then you go bathroom, whatever it is you're going to do. All right? So now, here's um, some more uh, prayer points. It's um, not ten of them. So say this, every attack against my dream life scatter in Yeshua's name. Every arrow of darkness fired against my sleep backfire in Yeshua's name. And the affliction will not come again. You cannot come back in Yeshua's name. Dream robbers, leave me alone in Yeshua's name. Oh, y'all, they equip me for signs and wonders in my sleep in Yeshua's name. I possess my right to dream. I possess my right to dream and have visions. I possess my right to dream and have visions in Yeshua's name. Every wicked hammer fashioned against me break in Yeshua's name forever. Every plan of the enemy to arrest my brain, you are a liar. I scatter you in the spirit room right now by fire. And I curse you to never come back again or manifest against me again with the blood of Jesus. My buried talent be exhumed now. My buried talent be exhumed now. My buried talent be exhumed now. Father, call forth you, Mommy Ruin Yeshua, call forth my gifts and talents. 
to be exhumed like you called Lazarus forth, and he came forth. So call my talents and gifts forth now, and they shall come forth and stay forth as long as you allow me to walk this earth and be utilized by you, and you will get all the glory. In Yeshua's name, so perpetually now forevermore with the blood of Yeshua Jesus. Every arrow of diversion fired against my destiny backfired. And I say this for my children and anyone in my bloodline who belongs to God who's coming to God, in Yeshua's name. Every gang up to abort my plans in life, scatter in Yeshua's name, and ye be aborted for eternity. In Yeshua Jesus' most holy, holy, holy name. <laughs> Those teachers take a lot out of you. All right, so this is the end of the show. I'm not talking to anybody tonight. I'm a little worn out. <laughs> and I pray to God, give me back all my energy and oil that I just poured out to the sheep that are listening now and will listen to the archive. So I appreciate everybody for listening to the show tonight. I know many people got deliverance and will get deliverance uh, um, from this, you know, in the archives and so forth. And uh, tune in next week for my guests, uh, uh, Travis and Shelly Younger, and uh, then after that, um, having a, another guest the following week. So tune in. You're going to enjoy it. And God bless everyone. And have a happy weekend. And shalom. Thank you for listening to the Royal Queen Topic News radio show and podcast. Be sure to join us again next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to go on another journey with the Royal Queen Show. Until next time, be blessed.